Welcome to Saturday Strategy, the business show for the small and mighty. This is your host, Johnny Themans. Hi, welcome and thanks for joining us for this edition of Saturday Strategy, the original podcast for business owners who want to cut the crap and get the answers. I'm Johnny and I'm your host and we've got lots of information in today's episode. So if you're driving or just getting on with other stuff, remember you'll always be able to find the links in the show notes. Now, today we're going to be thinking about how we change, how we innovate, and how we go back to basics as well to make sure that our business is efficient and profitable. And we're going to be doing this by hearing from an expert in marketing, which seems unusual, but making sure that um, our marketing efforts align with our operational efforts is absolutely key to business success. So today we're joined by Anthony Tatum. Anthony owns a marketing agency based in the jewelry quarter in Birmingham called the Big Cat Agency. And we're going to have a chat with Anthony today about his approach to helping hospitality companies in particular, uh, although the principles we're talking about will apply to any business. But hospitality businesses are very interesting to look at at the moment because of the specific challenges we're talking here in uh, in early September 2020. So uh, we're just coming out of and climbing out of lockdown um, at the moment and uh, trying to do that big bounce back. Anthony's business takes a really close look at the efficiency and operations of the whole business and also encourages innovation uh, and to to really make sure that the marketing aligns with um, how to make money, um, which is a refreshing thing that we all want to do. So Anthony, welcome to Saturday Strategy. Hi, Johnny. So, Anthony, I think you heard me talking into the subject there. Um, why don't you just start off maybe by talking us through your approach? You were talk- you were telling me in the in the uh, chat beforehand here about uh, the efficiency in operations being so important to understand mm. in the business. Talk me talk yeah. me through how you approach these kind of things. Well, I think that the brave new world we find ourselves in now is a whole new set of challenges. So. Facing those challenges are sectors like hospitality, like large-scale events, anything that uh, appeals to and attracts people, the general public, in large numbers. So, um, operationally, it's a, a very it's it's a very difficult time for businesses. So, um, as a result, marketing budgets are being cut or or looked at very strongly. So for for our business, anything that is spent on marketing services needs to compete with all of the other things that people need to spend their money on. So so we've got to be um, mindful of that. So every penny uh, operator spend on marketing services needs to um, uh, be justified. So that's to do with effectiveness. So effectiveness is... If I were to spend a pound, I want two or three pounds back. So um, now the operational challenge of restaurants. So I I was speaking to a a restaurant client of mine um, a couple of weeks ago, and they are having to run on 60 to 70 percent capacity. So because of new rules that you can't wait at the bar, you can't queue at the bar. um, Is that that a typical sort of? downsizing of capacity that you're finding yeah yeah well social distancing means you have to put tables further apart with less seats on them Mm. so simple math is you can't uh 
make as much money on that so these are the operational challenges where with less people able to seat in us in a space uh, how do you make the kind of money you need to pay the rent pay the staff do the marketing so so this these are the these are the challenges that our clients are facing and the operational challenges we're trying to align with the marketing um, investment so have you found any one of the things i've uh, always thought about these places is that uh, if you've got too much space you end up actually providing worse service because you don't focus on table turns so actually you're not trying to be, um, move people through your restaurant as quickly as you possibly yeah. can and actually if you've got a limitation of space we've all been to those little restaurants where they're just providing you a stunning service it's really quick straight to the table you don't feel rushed but you feel very attended to yes well you, uh, I don't know I'm sure I'm sure you have been to restaurants that get it right and restaurants that are getting it wrong and and some of them are so health and safety conscious the hospital hospitable bit of hospitalities all but drained away whereas others can make a make a joke of it and add a bit of humor and a bit of humanity so I think it is um, very much about retraining and and through again the marketing messaging is about we've got your back we're safe you know our processes are going to be safe and reassuring people but then that's got to follow through the brand experience on site where the um the staff are as warm are as welcoming as well as health and safety conscious and it's it's a bit off-putting be speaking to a waiting member of waiting staff and um whose potentially language isn't first language isn't english who's got a, a face mask on so it's you know it's quite difficult to to communicate but with humor and with humanity and good training and, and hospitable you know a hospitable uh, state of mind again all of this has got to kind of tie together if we're doing um, organizing journalist reviews or inviting influencers and we're portraying the brand in a certain way it, the the service and the welcome and the speed and the as well as the quality of food everything has got has got to um, has got to tie together and that's what that's what we're trying to to help them achieve mm. uh, i was uh, mentioned to you uh, before we started recording about working with partners um for example on interior design where they might need to shrink a bar or shrink the menu to uh, focus on higher value um higher gross profit margin items like cocktails like pizzas like bottled beers these are um in the case of bottled beers and pizzas quicker to serve higher gp cocktails a bit slower to serve but now people aren't queuing up at the bar but could you you have a bottle bar in the in the beer garden and a pizza oven so thinking about the flow of the operation and and um the revenue generating nature of some dishes and not others some drinks and not others i find um, this i find this very interesting anthony because it's certainly a thing we recognize when we talk to clients that often there's a disconnect between 
having the operations good enough to meet the demand of the marketing. Um, there's, there was a, you'll have heard of him, but David Ogilvy, a really famous marketer, he used to say, apparently, you need to be damn good before you can be famous. And, <laughs> and I think it's really, you know, there's no point in, there's no point in filling the place if you can't meet the demand and you need to have a plan. Oh, no. I've been, from when I was a nightclub promoter in the 90s, uh, all, you know, right through 25 years later, uh, working across many sectors, leisure and retail and hospitality. Um, it's a real wounder when um, you build it up and up and up and you have them queuing around the block, metaphorically speaking sometimes, but then the experience and the, then the reviews and then turnover because of the queues and the service and the food quality and all kinds of things. So it is really hard. It's really hard to make money in any line of business, but hospitality is really, really hard. And we work with small operators, one-offs, all the way through to Mitchells and Butler, you know, one of the biggest groups. And you've got to be really good. You've got to be really, really good to get it right. And this additional challenge of social distancing and health and safety and reduced capacities and extra red tape makes it even more difficult and so um getting it right so people keep coming back that is the main thing is reactivating your customers post lockdown yeah it's a very darwinian moment in hospitality isn't it? it's going to be survival of the fittest i think yes yes yeah no absolutely so what are people doing anthony you've been working with a lot of companies innovating haven't you yes so so uh Dishoom uh, are a, um, a restaurant group of eight they've recently opened in Birmingham uh, and they they do quite large restaurants so they're all 300 covers 300 seats they're uh, just before lockdown they were open for five days in Birmingham before lockdown they'd invested like two million pounds plus in Birmingham and then less than a week later it was closed. They just um, they just started refurbing their first 500 seat restaurant in Covent Garden. So they're, they're, they're big, that they are less, a lower number of, of uh, restaurants than many big groups, but they focus on scale, but then doing it right. So where they, um, they uh, do an amazing themed interior design that is specific to that location, to Birmingham or to King's Cross or to Edinburgh. And they create a myth and a story and characters and this whole legend of, uh, of, of uh, old Bombay in Birmingham, in Manchester. So they really go to town in brand building. So that's the first thing that they they do that is really innovative and um but since uh following lockdown they very sharp operator realized that um they need to pivot they can't just rely on uh bums on seats people coming into the restaurant because who knew how long the lockdown on the 23rd of march was it who knew how long lockdown was going to last so they immediately started to pivot and um, so they were looking at what should we do? They just launched a cookbook 
so publishing they'd already started to think about product so looking at sources and and other things they uh, and then they expanded expanded their food delivery um service but it's not quite as simple as just utilizing the kitchen that's not being used it needed to be something scalable post the end of lockdown so they then invested in i think they're called dark kitchens so it's a, it's one of them is on a delivery campus where it's just a kitchen there's no tables and this is purely for deliveries in in west london um and then their home kits so it's cook yourself you get the ingredients and you cook yourself so as well as the restaurant business they've rolled out four new revenue streams during lockdown so that is one of the ways that they've done it so they they already had quite light airy well spaced out spacious restaurants so they didn't have to do much in terms of interior design and they didn't really uh, they've not so far looked at shrinking their menu but they've looked at other revenue streams that don't rely on people don't rely on footfall mm. so that's a brilliant story by the way but mm. just anthony take take me back to imagine i'm a i don't know i maybe i'm a a publican with a small pub or I'm a cafe yep. or I'm a, you know, or maybe, a, maybe I'm a restaurateur or a small hotelier or I'm a bed and breakfast owner or whatever, yep. whatever my business is. And, I, and I'm, I'm on my own. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a single, single site operator. And you talked about this, this brand building, you know, developing the story and creating a myth type of thing. How, how yep. do you, how do you approach something like that for, for the, for the, for the person on their own? Yeah. So, I mean, with Dishoom, they've got a whole creative department. So they'll go into a big shed and create this myth, which is pure fiction. So it, you don't, but you don't have to be Lewis Carroll. You, you know, you can, um, depending on where you are, there will be something around the building you're in. There will be something about, um, like I, I've I've done it a couple of times now. I've taken on an old pub, uh, me and some business partners, and we've just leveraged what that pub had. Mm. So, um, and and both of the pubs that we had just so happened to have um, uh, event spaces. So then we geared it all around uh, putting events on these spaces. So if you have an old Victorian building, what's the story of the building? If you're in snow hill what's the story of snow hill so so it's fine or it it could just be something that you are really passionate about and building something around that so i think it's got to come from a a point of reality a either a family history a building history a location history or a pure passion of yours your passion is pizza you know, it's all about that. And then how do you gear the whole building around that and the whole operation around that? And so that's what Deshume have done. It's about old Bombay. So Bombay of the 40s and 50s, their theme is always about a story, a made-up story, but based on the history of old Bombay. So they've done their research into Bombay and all of the different characters that were around then and built it around that. And then 
that's them. But if you just wanted to be the, the best pizzeria or the best brewery come pub in Bridge North, you know, it's, that is the story. And the story could be about your operations. It could be about your love of hops and the brewing process. So it's, it's got to come from a passion, mm. you know, and, that, and that's where it starts. And then everything is aligned. And that's where you then align at the end, the PR. If it comes from a passion through the operations, then to the PR at the end. Yeah, I suppose it'd be, you could almost imagine what would your best customer tell? What would you want your best customer to tell a friend? Yeah, yeah, that's it. And it is stories, word of mouth, storytelling. That is it. This is the best blah you'll get in this town. It's the best place for that. And that's what you want to aim towards. Mm. You can make that about the people as well, can't you? I suppose if, you're, if, you're, if you've got a local clientele. De- yeah, de- definitely. You know, it, you, there's always a story, you know, and you have got to, you have got to gear it to your local audience talk marketing speak who who do you want to come and you'll you know who's ever within 15 minutes walking or 20 minute drive they're your main audience and it's ultimately got to be geared at them mm. and then they 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 shout about it from the from the rooftops okay so what are you saying to your clients at the moment anthony in terms of <clears throat> you know um you know the future and you know the positivity what's what's the sort of the positive outlook for for the future for your clients well i think we've got a blip coming at the end of october i think we've potentially not potentially got a blip coming in january with brexit but i think that the the future is is bright there's a there's the you know the money it's not like the financial crisis where the money's gone it's people are hoarding money and and you know while they're while they're waiting so the money's out there that you know the the customers are out there and they may be their habits have changed but they will soon change back i think you know we in was it the late 90s the bse crisis mm. everyone stopped eating british beef you know 20 years later there's more beef being eaten now than ever before so I don't. Th- I think there's been some short-term changes, but they'll all come back. People want to get together. People want to hang out and eat and drink and socialise. So I think the good news is is that the the the, the audience behaviours will change back. What you know once we get over this. So, but I think now is the time to think about all of that unused space that you haven't that you've not made the most of. You know. The kitchen that's a bit big, do you have a chef's table? The, the, the meeting room you've got upstairs that you never use, is that, can that be used as something else? The beer garden, should you be thinking about how you monetize that better by, like we talked about, a bottle bar or a, or a, um, or a, um, a pizza oven? You know, looking at becoming more efficient with uh, and uh, making more money out of the menu you've got I mean, the, the, the re- what we're encouraging people is try to think, use a bit of behavioural science. So this is a bit, a bit nerdy, but, you know, like if you were to put a, a point of sale sign saying that this week's top selling pizza is this or that, to, to, you know, best, best selling beer this week is that, I can guarantee you'll sell more of it. So this is, this is called um, the, um, what's it called, the... I've forgotten the name of the bias I was just thinking about, but this bias around social proof, 
what you think more people are doing, more people will do. So what, what Deshume do is make people queue up on Sunday morning for brunch, which makes it seem really popular so more people join the queue. So we're encouraging people to use a bit of behavioural science to, to nudge people towards what you want them to do anyway. Mm. I think as well, looking at delivery, looking at food kits, looking at podcasts, you know, if you've got someone who's really good at talking or, or you don't mind being on the other end of a camera or a microphone, do it. You know, you've got to try new things and look for technology and look for partnerships. Um, uh, and so that is it. Now is the time of innovation and there's some fantastic innovation. Follow podcasts like this and look for ideas. You know, see what your competitors and other industries are doing and look for opportunities to pivot yeah and um come up with new ideas that's a little story i think you'll quite like there's a <clears throat> at bed and breakfast we were helping um based down in south shropshire and lovely couple running quite a successful business and they were devastated because they couldn't open their home to all their regular guests and uh they were saying well we're just gonna have to do nothing and i said well you can't have guests in but you need to market hard really really hard and probably the best thing to do is speak to all of your customers speak to, find your best customers and speak to them and say, yeah, we're devastated that we can't open our home to you at the moment. And um, just say, you know, we're looking forward to seeing you back as soon as possible. Anyway, they yeah. went away and they thought about this and they went, they came back and they said, we've gone one step further. We're devastated that we couldn't open your home, home to us. We remembered last time you were here, you were raving about Claire's granola. So we've sent you a little bag so you can enjoy some breakfast and think about us. They've Fantastic. opened up. They had their bit in August. That was their busiest month they've ever had since they were open a few years ago. Fantastic. Mm. No, it's that brand building. Not everyone will do it. Yeah. So the ones that do stand out and yeah. and will benefit. So, you know, it is it is about that. Okay. Definitely. Anthony, we're pretty much out of uh, out of time. There, it's been it's just been really refreshing. Thank you very much for, you know, uh, you know, helping us to think about um, aligning our uh, our operations and our marketing. I think it's it's a it's a, it's a whole business we're looking at all the time, isn't it? Not just a part of it. And I think that's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a refreshing approach. So thanks very much. Um, if people want to speak to big cat agency and, you know, find out about, you know, you're, you're, you're a pretty busy outfit. I know that. How, how do people find you? So we're on uh, LinkedIn and Twitter, big cat agency on both, or I'm Anthony Tatum on both. That'll be in the speaker, the notes, yeah. presumably, or, bigcatagency.com um, and we're, we're going to launch uh, a series of marketing webinar um, webinars for marketing series in the coming months so um, we'll we'll be sharing that on our on our um, on our social channels and it's free to attend brilliant Anthony that's been really really helpful today thank you very much for coming and sharing your wisdom with us thanks Johnny so that is it for this edition of Saturday Strategy. Thank you so much for sticking with us to the end. If you've got any feedback, just drop me a line on WhatsApp using 07977437360. Thanks again. Until next time, and remember, if you enjoyed this and you want to hear more, hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts.